Figure Two Podcast Season One, Episode Three. So, I want to talk about a topic that has been on my newsfeed a lot in these past few months, and I think in probably a, a lot of um, a lot of you who are listening to me right now are seeing it as well. And it's quite crucial. It's, I think, uh, an important topic. Um, no, it's not COVID. It's actually the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about Pokemon today because, for me, it's one of those things that did influence me a lot while growing up. So... First, to give you a little bit of background about Pokemon, I mean, I think all of you know that it's like these video games slash trading card games slash mobile app about these monsters that you just collect them and you evolve them and then you're like uh, making them fight. Uh, a friend of mine recently, he told me he was, uh, he compared Pokemon to like a rooster kind of like wrestling thing that we have here in Spain or in Mexico. Like when you put two chickens to fight between each other and you're, and then you're just gambling. Basically, it's the same thing, right? Kind of. <laughs> For kids, of course. Of course. Um, but first, let me tell you how I got into Pokemon, right? Like, now that uh, the 25th anniversary is coming, I thought it would be great to talk about it, you know? Uh, I think I was, like, six or seven years old when Pokemon came out. And, I mean, first it came out in Japan, of course, and then it came to to uh, to America. And we didn't have the anime, we didn't have... The cards we didn't have anything we just had these games right and i was about six seven years old and in mexico there was um this game show for kids that was uh aired every sunday and it lasted like for like probably 40 or 50 years in, uh, in on the tv it was one of the longest uh game shows in mexico uh its name is chabelo so probably some of you may know it some of you may not. Um, it's a, it's a really, it was a really famous TV show that uh, people from the, I think probably even from the 60s, they, they were already seeing that show, 60s, 70s, uh, 80s, 90s, and the 2000s, then it died on the, uh, recently, like probably three years or four years ago. But on this show, uh, the TV host, Chabelo, actually, um, he was um, promoting different merchandise. He would uh, promote, um, I don't know, like clothing lines. He would promote food. He would promote junk food as well, of course. Um, and he would promote games. And one of those games that came out was Pokemon, right? Now, Pokemon was for Nintendo, right? It's in the year 97, 98, something like that. And uh, me watching the TV show, Chabelo is like, you guys should get this game, you know, because it has like these 150 creatures and blah, blah, blah. And of course, when you're growing up with video games, it's like, I think I should get this video game. I think it looks legit. I think it looks pretty awesome. You know what? I'm getting it. I am actually getting this game, 
And funny enough, my my dad was sleeping. Of course, it's a Sunday. It's his only day off. He's sleeping because this TV show is like around from 7 a.m. to like 9 a.m., something like that. And I, t- I go straight to my dad, like probably by the end of the show. And I wake him up and I tell him, hey, dad, uh, I got a 10 on my math test. Can I get a video game as a present for doing that? Now, I know grading systems are different around the world. In Mexico, we grade tests or subjects from uh, 0 to, to 10 all the way to um, high school. And uh, of course, being 5, like you fail, and above 6, you pass. And a 10 was like the perfect score, right? So like for me, it was like, oh man, this is the way I can tell my dad that I should get this video game, blah, blah. And he's like probably upset because he might have thought like, really, dude, you're waking me up on my only day off and you want me to get a video game. Fine. Right, and he's like, "Okay, sure, yeah, we'll 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 get the the game later later tonight," and I'm just so excited, right? Like, I'm just hoping to go to um to the store and get it. Now, my family, it was kind of like a tradition between my dad and uh, and his children, right, to go every Sunday around 7 p.m. or 6 p.m. to like this mall in the south of the city and there was only department stores there were two big department stores that were kind of like Macy's um and we would go there right and we would just walk around my mom hated going to those malls every single Sunday because she would be like there's nothing new I don't want to be here I'll just stay at home but my dad he would find just like a way to walk around and just enjoy himself and be like without the stress of like work right so he takes me to the store and I'm just like that I'm going straight to these um to the to the video game section you know like uh I need to to get it and my dad, he's just like following me. We get there. And I <laughs> I tell the, the 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 person at the store, like, hey, the seller, hey, I want a Pokemon game, right? But what the host of the TV show never told me was that this game had two versions. One called uh, the red version and the other the blue version of, of the game. It was the same story. It was the same map, same character, same, same almost everything. And when I say almost everything, there's a small catch, right? There is a small catch on this thing. So he he tells me like, hey, there's these two games, the blue and the red. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, so what's the difference, right? So I had to ask him about it, and he says like. The only difference in these two games is that one has like four or five exclusive Pokemon that the other doesn't have, that the other doesn't, and vice versa. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh shit, right? So this game is already tricking a seven-year-old kid into make one of its most 
difficult decisions in his entire life so far, right? Like, it's literally preparing you to make decisions that are important. Which one should you get? And because, again, Pokemon was not, like, a big thing by that time, uh, you don't know which which one is the best, right? So the only thing that you have is a piece of that, that the, the, the seller is telling you and the cover of the games. The red one has a big dinosaur that it's spitting fire from from um, from its mouth, and the other one has this big turtle that has two big water guns on his back. So you have to make a choice, and it's like, well, I'm gonna go with the blue one. You know, I know that a lot of people love the red one and would have gone for the dinosaur and I was the bored one that went with the turtle but I'll be honest I rather like being on the water than being on the heat so I went with that one and I got so addicted to this video game now again I I am like seven years old I still don't know English very well, and I'm still, you know, like, it's not my first language, right? Like, you can you can totally tell by my accent and sometimes of my grammar mistakes that I'm making during these podcasts. <laughs> but um, I get into the game, and I'm just, like, playing it around. And the games are not localized, right? The games do not have any translations whatsoever to any other country's language, only English or Japanese, if you bought the Japanese version, which nobody got, right? Of course, we're like, come on, who would have got that? And um, I am just sitting there. I am reading, understanding a couple of words, but not everything, but I am just like figuring things out. I have an instructions manual that has some nice pictures it has some stuff that I may know and I'm just following it and I get I I am playing probably the first 10 minutes it's it's asking you to create my first character introducing me to like this town which is called Pallet Town and all that stuff right and it's just this pixelated world with like this I don't know how they even call it a town, which is only three houses and one lab. And uh, the game asks you, like, oh, you have to go to the laboratory because uh, the Professor Oak is going to introduce you to, to your first Pokemon and you have to choose it and blah, blah, blah. Now, the game is asking you to make your second toughest decision of the fucking day. <laughs> how unbelievable, really really Game Freak, really Nintendo. Uh, what? So the game presents you with three balls or Pokeballs, right? And your character has to choose one. And you're like, I don't know which one is, what is it this, right? So you go, you see on the first one, there's a dinosaur, and the second one, there's a turtle, and there's a third one. And you're like, man, where, what, what's the third one, right? Like, I, I only know two versions of the game, the red and blue. I don't know There's there was a third one. I know that probably by the time that I evolved those, um, those Pokemon, that it will turn into either the dinosaur or the, the big turtle. But I don't know there's a third one. So the third one, they introduce you with this 
a little bit monster grass type Pokemon, right? And they're like, no, I'm not going with that one. I'm going with the turtle. I stick with my guns. I stick with what I go for. I stand for. So I pick this Pokemon. And through the whole course of the game, you're playing around with these Pokemon and you start capturing one, you start capturing the next one, you're learning how to fight. Then they tell you you have to collect the eight badges because there's gym leaders in this Pokemon world and you have to collect them. And you start going around it. And when you're a kid, you're imagining like, oh man, I'm going into this city. I'm talking to this character. Oh, there's this thing. Oh, I lost this battle. I have to do this. I have to find something else. Because the game is introducing you to all these rules and all these uh, important details that uh, let you know how to, to move forward, right? To, to increase your level, to, to know how to evolve your Pokemon, to know how to be a better trainer. But the game has also an ultimate goal, which is capture the 150 Pokemon. And I'm saying, saying 150, but in reality, there were 151. And that extra one was a hidden one that you had to collect somewhere else or in an event, and it was just a mess, right? So throughout the curse of like probably months, I collect almost all the Pokemon. So I asked my dad, hey dad, I need to get my next Pokemon game, the red one, because you know what? If I want to get the 150, I need to have that other game. But there was a catch. At that time, you had to transfer Pokemon from one Game Boy to another Game Boy. And it wasn't like, oh, there was like internet and you would just do it online, right? Like that was not a thing. You had to buy two Game Boys. So I had to get better at school, get another 10 in all my subjects to get a Game Boy just to be able to transfer the Pokemon from one of my uh, saving files to the other saving file. So long story short, I get all my 150 Pokemon. And guess what? A week after, I lost my game. Somebody stole it from me. I don't remember how, but I remember they stole my game. And I was just so sad. So, so sad. It's the only time that I've been able to collect all Pokemon in a game, right? Then, as generations passed, Pokemon started evolving and they were like releasing new games, new Pokemon. It started going from 151 to 251, from 251 to I don't know anymore. I got, probably there's like 800 or a thousand. No, I don't think it's a, it's less than a thousand. I think it's like 800 and something. So, um, I know I'm not a huge fan, you can tell, like, I, I am a fan of the first two generations, not any more of the newer ones. I mean, I like some of the newer Pokemon, but I'm not, like, super into it, right, like as some others. But Pokemon has brought some nostalgia. And when the, before the, the pandemic started, I, there was a new Pokemon, Pokemon Sword and Shield. And one of my best friends uh, here in Spain, uh, he was like, oh, I'm going to get Pokemon, uh, the new Pokemon. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to play another Pokemon. 
just for the old times, just to to play it again. I'm not gonna collect all the Pokemon because I don't have the time and the patience anymore, but I'm gonna do it. So I bought it, I played it, and recently he confessed to me, like, you know what, that game sucked, it was horrible. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It was amazing. I guess the difference between the two of us in our opinions were because when I grew up with Pokemon, I had a pixelated game, right? Where I was imagining things, where the Pokemon were just pixels and they they just moved, but nothing was going on around. Versus in the newer generations with new technology, with so much development in, in the game, you were able to actually see the, the Pokemon in 3D and you were seeing it like move a little bit better. You were seeing them on the wild. All the things that you had in your imagination when you were a kid were actually becoming real, right? Like That's probably the reason why Pokemon Go became a huge success at the very beginning, right? There were so many people out there downloading the app and walking all around the cities. I mean, let's be real. How many people didn't have an accident because they were not paying attention to the streets just because they were collecting all the Pokemons because they were on the wild, right? And the wild was the real world. And that was... A big thing. So when the, before the, the pandemic started, I reached out to a person that I saw on Instagram. You can tell that I have a thing with Instagram by now, right? Like this is the third post podcast and I'm telling you a second story of Instagram. So yeah, I'm on that social, uh, social network. Um, so <laughs> this guy draws, um, draws Pokemon uh, portraits. So I was like, Hey, can I ask you a big favor? Like, I would like uh, to pay you or to, to ask you for a commission. Uh, if you can do me my, my own portrait with my own Pokemon team, right? Because for me, my biggest dream was to be not a Pokemon trainer, but a Pokemon gym leader. Like, I saw myself being a leader and like people would come to my gym and like they would challenge me and I would be like always winning and like, because I never lose, you know, right? Right? Like, <laughs> I, I am not a loser. Like I, I, I'm I'm targeting to win. So I'm doing all this stuff. And he 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 was like, sure, I'll do it. It will take me a couple of months. Like you will have to be patient. So I was like, that's totally cool. And I started um waiting and waiting and waiting and like asking questions to him about like how would it look you know like being a little bit picky then he gives me my my portrait and I'm like dude this is the best thing I've seen in my entire life you know and I love it and I'm so happy you give it to me and I even took a like I printed it I put it at my home and I was the happiest person in the entire world right now this year i've asked another artist which i think he's super talented and uh he's uh he's brazilian and he lives in japan and i was again on instagram uh, looking at uh, his art and i was like do, do you mind if uh if i ask you for a commission and um and ask you for another portrait of Pokemon. I give you my, my team and uh, like how, what I'm looking for, right? And he's like, sure, it will take only about four days. And I'm like, four days, wow. Like, man, this guy is fast. Like, I'm so excited. And at the same time, I'm like, 
no, probably he's not going to do it well, or no, or maybe he's just going to, you know, like, maybe he's going to blackmail me or something. But he does it, and when he shows me how the final result will look and if I should change, if I want him to make some changes, I'm just thinking like, no, it's perfect. And he even is surprised at my response. He's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. Like, I, I really love what you just did, right? And he is like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you. I was so shocked by what he did, right? And I posted it on my social media and I was like so happy and I kept talking to him and I hope that one day he uh, he's invited into the series of podcasts because like we've talked a little bit, but I think he has a very interesting story behind him. So I would totally uh, invite him one day. And uh, I, I just want to say about today's episode, how interesting it is that such a simple idea, right? Like a cartoon, a video game that it just boomed, right? In the 90s and it had movies, it had clothing lines now and it has such a big impact on society, right? That it does, it's not anymore a kid-friendly only uh, game or franchise. It's a thing that has affected millions and millions of people you know um my husband for example he's not a gamer but he got into pokemon because of me and funny enough he was like i actually really like playing pokemon go because in some form of way it forces me to go outside walk catch these pokemon and just fell fall in love with them you know And it's so interesting how something so simple does these type of things, right? Uh, Pokemon is is definitely in in such an interesting space that I think it's one of those franchises that I don't foresee dying at all, right? So, yeah, Pokemon definitely did um, provide to me one of those things I needed in my life which was the imagination, right? Same as like Disney does for some people, same as like Pixar does or Marvel, DC, or even anime or even anything, right? Like any type of book or, right? Like Harry Potter, The Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Uh, It does provide you with a thing, which is just escape from reality for a second and find some peace, hope, and a way or a thing to always pursue, right? So what I would probably uh, ask you today is like, have you found something like that? Have you ever found like a thing that has inspired you to like imagine or create worlds worlds in your mind, right? Not just like, oh, I want to do like video games because of this. No, no, no. Have you ever had like a story that you have falling in love and that you're attached to it that you really like that you're like man i wish i could live in this world also do you collect anything you know i mean i collected 151 pokemon now i buy clothing and stuff like that related to pokemon i'm not 
a collector or a professional collector like some people do, you know, like those that spend billions and billions of dollars in like um, trading cards or like plushies or stuff like that. But do you collect some stuff like that? Do you have anything that you're like, you know what, I got this because I, I really love Batman or because I'm a huge nerd, you know? Do you have that? Or even just like, do you collect coins or like stamps or stuff like that? You know, there's, I know there's some, some interesting folks out there that do collect like insects and they're like, oh, I have like my album or like my, um, yeah, like some kind of place where I collect just like dead bugs and it's like, well, dude, you're a little bit weird though. <laughs> But who isn't, right? So with that being said, as always, be kind, always pursue something and try to be the best person that you can be no matter what you're going through no matter the time try to always smile so until the next one i'll see you bye